better be. It better, better be. We can start with what we have. There's a question. All right. What's your question? Yeah, go on. How can you tell a bad relationship from a struggling relationship? Like a relationship that is in process of building from a one that is just completely disastrous. <clears throat> so a, a disastrous relationship is one that is full of red flags. Mm. There's a lot of red flags. Does that make sense? Yeah. When there is there is you know there is cheating, you know, there's lying, you know, you know, you know, there is there is there is, you know, there is fighting, there is everything negative, whatever you can think of yeah. is disastrous, all right? The one that is in process is when two people who are willing making to change, effort. making effort to get better and possibly look for a mentor, someone they can be accountable to, you know, you know, two people who are in relationship. One um, the guy spoke to me when I was on my way. And said, well, Pilar, I need to tell you, since you're a mentor, you know, a few, if, if, you know, a few days ago, it was my birthday, and me and Bay decided to kiss, and I think it went too far, and we thought, okay, we need to review this, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do this, and I thought, that's important you review it, because scripture says we should not awake love when the time is too early, and oftentimes, sex starts from kissing and caressing and on, and, you know, so, so, but, they're willing to have a chat, sit down. You know, in fact, yes, is what he said. We sat down and we reviewed this and we put a, a stricter rules in place to be able to help so that next time we don't fall we don't fall for this. Does that make sense? So two people who are willing to to make corrections, make things work. Of course, you shouldn't be with someone if you have no conviction. This is what God is asking to do. But two people essentially who are willing to make changes, who are willing to get better. That's a good sign. Does that make sense? But when one person is not willing to change, then that is a bad sign. Amen. Yeah. So, according to Galatians, so you said the fruits of the spirit are like love, joy, peace. So, if someone is not born again and he still has love and shows kindness would you still say those are fruits of the spirit even if that person is not born again okay you know there are different types of love that's what we call brotherly love i love you because the love of a brother of a sister but this love we're talking about is agape love unconditional love regardless of and it's so hard even as a born again christian to love somebody unconditionally yeah. god with no Does that make sense? Yeah. There is no condition. Often that when people love you, they love you know, you I tell, thank you. I, I tell ladies that be careful getting gifts from a guy. You don't like your collecting gifts. You are sowing seed. <laughs> you know, the guy is not born again. One day they just to rip you and say, I've invested so much in you. Today you are in trouble. I'm not going. And they can prove that they have spent so much on you. Does that make sense? But someone essentially who's ungodly, they will not listen to a godly cancer because I'm like, I don't believe in all of this. Does that make sense? So they can love, but that love will be conditional. It will be based on something because they, they just don't get it. It takes the grace of God. You see, everything I'm saying tonight, I'm not saying that we are perfect, but we are working progress. Oftentimes, you look at the, the example I gave, two people who messed up, 
I feel like, okay, you know what, yeah, we shouldn't do this. Probably only speak on Bitcoin. It happened two weeks ago, and I'm just being informed now. I mean, let's, let's, let's speak to Pillar because it's the right thing to do. They don't have to. I don't even know anything about it. Does that make sense? You know, so I think I think it takes God and the grace of God for, the, for us to be able to even exercise the, the fruit the fruit of the spirit. It takes time. It takes a lot of maturity, a lot of growing. I've seen people who are dead and say, oh, the guy said, don't tell anybody yet, just between me and you. That is dangerous. You can't have a secret relationship. It's not good. The person will be hiding something to say that. Does that make sense? So, so, so somebody who's ungodly, they may not look dangerous, but if they start cheating, they start messing about, what is the yard stake? Two people are together. These are our do's and don'ts. These are our boundaries. Because we both believe in God, we can set godly boundaries. But if one person is not believing in God, they'll be putting pressure on you. Does that make sense? Did I answer the question? Thank you. Yeah. Does anyone else have any? Any more question? To put in a, to the question. All right. So the first question is, is it possible to attract the wrong person even when you as a person are doing what's right? We are human. So nothing is impossible. All right. Oftentimes, I don't believe in love at first sight. I believe it's love at first sight. Because you see somebody, oh... I like that. You are not against it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But so, <laughs> one of my school daughters were speaking when we the other day, and I was saying, and she was trying to share an experience with me, how you know she saw the guy, is is a type, and they got talking, and she now discovered that he's, she doesn't he doesn't even know the name of the church he goes to. He doesn't. Even, he's like I, he couldn't remember the name. You know, so obviously doesn't go to church. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it was like I saw his Instagram page, and I'm like, nah, man, that's the kind of person I want. Even though he has the quality, I said we are humans. Even me, as a married person, you can see a lady who's attractive, but immediately I put my mind up and say, no, 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 I've dealt with it. I'm human. Does that mean I can see something alive? I know it's ungodly. I move. But it's, it's important for you to know your weaknesses and deal with it. Does that make sense? If if you found somebody attractive, all right, if they're not born again, if not, that's why your relationship with God is so important to help you to navigate. Because we all work in progress. You, you see something you like, you check your bank account. You cannot afford it. You move. You move. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> like you see something that is attractive, yep. you go and pray. Yep. You find that like, they don't even go to church. You move. You don't try to say okay because I'm trying to. Yeah. Maybe it's God trying to tell me I will change them. Yeah. You will frustrate yourself. Does that make sense? So we have to apply wisdom. We have to apply sense. Does that make sense? And that's why relationship with God helps us to navigate through these things. Amen. Amen. If anybody has any contribution, please feel free to contribute. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Would God withhold marriage from a person if they are too focused on it? Would God with read the question again? Would God withhold marriage from a person if they are too focused on it? No. God will only withhold the marriage for someone who's not mature. Because what you need in marriage besides God is maturity. You know, 
I, I saw a, um, a, 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 a story from a man of God. He said, what keeps married is not prayer. A lot of prayer warriors, their marriage does not work. They pray, Karusa, take it, but they have a broken up. They are divorced. What keeps marriage is not love. People broke up before they, they were madly in love. They bought house for each other. They bought brand new cars, but they broke up. What keeps marriage is commitment. Mm. That we are committed to each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so 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 it is important for us to it is important for us to know that um, it is God that we need. All right, and two people who are willing to make things work. Does that make sense? What's the question again? Oh, the the old question. Yes. Um, so it's would God withhold marriage from a Yeah, so if, if you are too focused on God, in fact, God will tell you who you who your spouse would be. God will only withhold marriage from you if you are not matured. Because an immature person in marriage will mess up exactly. the marriage. Somebody who's not matured, who cannot commit, look after them, look after somebody else, then because God is trying to help you. But if you are too focused on God, it's good. That means in that in that marriage, God will be the focus of it. As long as you are committed. So you're not focused on God, you're focused on marriage. Like you want to get married. You are okay. desperate. If you're desperate. Not necessarily desperate. Yeah, yeah. You're focused. You really like you have a desire. Yeah. Like a strong desire yeah. for it. No, I don't think so. Because I really wanted to get married early. And God helped me, I did. Okay? So I don't think God. If you want to get married for the wrong reasons, it's dangerous. You have to, even though you want to get married, it's got to be for the right reasons. All right? Because I want to get married because I want to be having sex every day. You get tired of those things. I want to get married because oh, when I get when I get back home, there will be food in the house. It's not, it's not always like that. Does that make sense? So, the right reason is because God is trying to do, God, because God, the right reason for getting married because it is, it is the will of, it is, how do I explain this now? The right reasons to get married is A, to glorify God. Alright? And and to have someone in your corner, both of you can help each other in life and the things of God to grow, to become better. Scripture says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things we have added. I enjoy so many things in my marriage. But I didn't marry, I didn't marry to enjoy those things. They are just part of the package. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. If your reason for working is is because you want to get paid, that is not a good reason. You should work because you have passion for what you do. And then getting paid is a by you, you, you will get paid. But most people get fired because they don't have passion for what they're doing. Does that make sense? You know, so I don't think God will, but as long as we have the right reasons and the right understanding, then it will make sense. But whoever asks the question, if I don't answer properly, you can speak to me afterwards. Yeah. The next question is, how do you help a friend come out of a bad relationship? I think first and foremost, keep them in prayers. Because people are, people, they say love is blind. So people can be blind in love. Do you know, I, I, I genuinely believe that true love is actually blind. I need someone to pray for me, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, from verse 4. 
you will understand that even though love is blind, marriage is like opener. But trust me, even in marriage, you you let go of so many things because you love the person. There are so many things I do that my husband just say no, no, and vice versa because we love each other. Who's reading for me? First Corinthians chapter thirteen from verse four to verse eight. Love is kind. Sorry, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages. That's fine. That's fine. Love endures. Right, love does not come if you are in love with somebody, you don't worry about their wrongdoing. Love is kind, love is patient, you know. Love, love endures. So, in, in a way, love is blind. Love is blind to all those things. When you are in love with somebody, you just give those things to God. Does that make sense? But even at that, we are human. And we make mistakes. Things go wrong. But we, that is why when God is in the middle of what we do, He will always come through for us. Does that make sense? What did the question say again? So how do you help a friend come out of a bad relationship? So a friend who is in a bad relationship, first and foremost, pray for them. Alright? Now, you think they are in a bad relationship? Do they think so themselves? Mm-hmm. If, they don't, if they don't admit it, you can't help them. No matter what you say, oh, I love him. Look at what he bought for me. He bought me an iPhone 14 Pro Max. He bought me the new Apple Watch. He bought me the new gadget. He bought me this nice Gucci bag. This, this Vuitton, this, this Vuitton, that. Because you cannot help me if I don't think I have a problem. As a doctor now, I don't admit that I'm sick. How can you help me? But if they admit that they are in a wrong relationship and it's bad for them, then you can begin the press of help. But praying for them is important. If they admit it, it, it makes it even easier to help them. If they don't admit it, you can only pray. Because this time you talk, I don't talk about my boyfriend, no, leave my boyfriend relationship. You know, what can you do? So if they admit it, then they can seek help, they can seek support. And then, yeah. So next question is, how do I know if, if the person, maybe you're in, in a relationship with, is the problem or if it's a projection of your own insecurity? That's a deep question. That's a good question. Yes. That's a great question. Yes, yes, read really again. Okay. So how do I know if the person is the problem or if it's a projection of my own insecurity? Alright. How do you know is subjective? Because sometimes you think they are the problem whereas you are the problem. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, you as a person, that's your third relationship in one year, then you are the problem. Or you are their fifth girlfriend in the last six months, or the last two years, then they are the problem. Does that make sense? You know, so because people are be honest, sometimes we just, we are just too zealous, we just over-process things, okay? Oftentimes, when you are with someone, let's say, you know, both of you, you know, it's your first relationship or, you know, and 
Everybody is telling you this guy is bad for you. Can you not see what this guy is doing? You are not seeing it. Then you are the problem because you're not seeing the problem. Not seeing the problem make you because when you see the problem, you can address it. But what you can't see, you can't even address. And so if you can't address it, you yourself, you are the problem. Does that make sense? So I think I think it depends on what the problems and what the issues are. And it might be a case of can we can we look for a mentor? Can we find someone we can we can that can mentor us? Let's speak to someone because oftentimes when a third party comes into a relationship, somebody both of you will respect, not your friend that will take your side or your friend that will take his side. Somebody both of you will respect, and then you can explain what the issues are and you can get help. And in fact, I tell young people that if you're seeing someone, both of you find a mentor, it will help because relationships come with so many talents when the packages. When you seek the right counsel, you get the right advice, and you're able to become a better person. Does that make sense? So, looking for a mentor will help you. And I suppose, speak to your pastor, for example, that will help. And then you can be able to navigate what those issues are. Because sometimes, we, we are so concerned of things that don't bother. Things that are not necessary, they're not, they're not deal breakers. Does that make sense? But there are some things that are deal breakers that you actually need counsel, you need help. Mm -hmm. And if those things don't change, then walk away. Amen. Mm -hmm. okay. So the next question is, how do you know when you have found the one? What if the person is godly or has some aspects of bad character? How do you know it's bad character? Mm. Does that make sense? I think how you know is the one is by God telling you is the one. Nobody knows. We read that scripture. Is the Alpha and the Omega. Mm -hmm. God knows what your life will be in twenty years' time today. All of you who you be married, God knows them by name. God knows what they are doing. God knows where they are. Whether they are in this room or not, God knows. And know people say, "Oh, my husband is not here. Husband is not here. Two years down the line, they marry. When they say husband is not there, you know." But yeah, let me, one minute, one minute. But I think, but I think, um, I think, when we have a relationship with God, God speaks to us. So when God speaks to us, God will tell us whether this person is the one for us or not. Does that make sense? And even when God speaks to you, speak to your pastor, speak to people that you know they will pray, they hear God, and they can confirm what God is saying. That is how you know. Does that make sense? Don't just go by, oh, I feel. Oh, you know, I just know. That doesn't make... You need to have a, a tangible knowing. Does that make sense? God will just speak to you. In fact, one of the ways God speaks to us about the person we get married to, for example, is God will show us numerous signs. Sometimes because you are in love, you ignore those things. Okay, they, they will change, they will change, they will change. And it gets worse. Does that make sense? So I think God will tell you. And if God tells you, then you are, once you know, if the person is not ready, one of my school sons, many years ago, they are married now, they have, they, they, you know, they have a daughter. He came to meet me. He was the vice president in, not, in one of the units in Nottingham. He came to me, the pillar. I found my wife. But as my pastor, I want to speak to you. I'm struggling with masturbation. And I feel like I can't enter a relationship like this. When he told me, I was like, 
in my mind like that. <laughs> you know, I will start the process. He said, it's not as bad as bad as it used to before coming to uni. But you know, once in a while, you know, I just mess up. And so we spent some time to pray. We read books together and he got over it. And he was able to stand strong. And and in six months or so, asked the lady out, and now they are happily married. Does that make sense? Sometimes you need to walk, you know that this is what God is telling you to do, but you know there are things you need to work on. You know, you know, there are things you need to develop, you need to work on before because and if, if someone who's not ready to drive and they start driving, they are just a car accident away. Does that make sense? So you've got to be very careful. Even though God says that's the person, are you prepared for it? Are you ready for it? And that's that's a question only you can answer. Don't start dating someone because you're trying to, you are trying to, what's the word now? You are trying to annoy your ex. You are trying to get back at your ex. But you are still hurting. Because hurting people will hurt. Maybe your ex, the person you're with now, you already seen with another girl. You thought, I'll show him. It's unnecessary. Does that make sense? But when God speaks to us, we are able to move. And God can direct and instruct us. Amen. Uh, how can a lady find a man? Pastor knew that Pastor was going to be her husband. Six months before Pastor knew. Even though she didn't like Pastor, she liked someone else. But God told her she refused. All right? The truth is, God can speak to you as a lady that that person is your husband to be, or this or this or that. You can't approach them. You just keep praying for them. Pray at the right time, God will bring them to you. What you shouldn't do is don't try to help God by trying to be nice to them yes. so that they can see you. No. Because, you know, chicken, right? All this, when when a mother hen, okay, has popped the chicken, right? Put the hen, right? If you, if you hash, if you, if you crack the egg before time, you kill the baby, you kill the baby chicken, the baby chicken inside, right? But if you allow it to, to go through um, the process and actually itself, that's better. Even when you're trying to help the baby chicken, you're going to kill it. So let us not try to help God. Alright? God can... I know some of my school daughters, God told them their husband. God told them the name. God showed them the person. They knew the person. 
I say I have to wait and pray. But there is one that is coming to my head now. They are happily married. Both of them were, were all in Nottingham. We're all in choir. God did not speak to the lady then. The lady went back to Nigeria. God spoke to her and asked the husband. But God, why didn't you speak two years ago? Does that make sense? You know, so it's possible that God will tell you, but you cannot find. God does the finding. The person is to find you, not you finding them. But whatever God tells you, some people, God, God has given them the name of their spouse or what their spouse will be doing. So when people are coming and they don't bear that name or they don't, you know, they're not the person, that's, that helps you to eliminate unnecessary people, unnecessary stress, unnecessary drama, unnecessary emotional things. Does that make sense? But essentially, whatever God tells you as a lady, Pray at the right time. See, there is a time and a season for everything. for everything. When you do the right thing at the wrong time, it makes it wrong. What you want to do is right, but the timing is wrong, it makes it wrong. Does that make sense? 